The sharp tank. No jumper. Sharpest, coolest podcast in the world. And I got a real one in the building, man. And I'm honored to have him here today with me. I have Grandmaster Virgil in the building, man. And if you know, you know. You did. I appreciate you for coming, man. Pleasure and, and hanging here. with me, man, for real today, and just being yeah. able just to come kick some game. Oh you yeah, know? yeah. We have no, uh, we have no narrative. We have no script. Right. You know, and with all my real ones, man, I feel like that's how I like to do it. Is I don't want to go off with some questions I may think because I don't, I don't feel like I need to think about anything. This one's gonna be organic, all natural. You know, yeah. Grandmaster, how old is you now, man? I'll be seventy-eight on my birthday. Seventy-eight. 78. You've been around for a spell, loved oh, one, and in a good way. Yeah. You've been around for a spell. You done seen some things. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure some of the things that you're about to say to us today are only going to be fact and knowledgeable because you do have the experience and expertise. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I've been through it all. Grandmaster, I appreciate you for being here with me today, man, in a sharp tank. Right. And sitting down with me and just us getting ready to run through your books and DVDs and just things and life experiences. I want to get to know, I want the viewers to get to know because they, they look at the jewelry, I'm sure. Look at the suits and, you know, the shoes and things like that. They've been making a mockery of, you know, players and, you know, pimps <laughs> and backs. They've been, yeah. they've been making a mockery of yeah. it for many years. Right. Correct? That's right. But they don't know that there was some people that really did come from that. Right and really do have the story to tell. And I feel like that's what I've tried to at least do somewhat with the Sharp Tank is, you know, I've always tried to, I'm a story chaser. Right. But I always wanted them to know, like just from some of my backgrounds right. and from some of the things that I've came from, my culture, mm -hmm. maybe this, these, some of these, some of these people that I bring on you, uh, the Ken, just, People who've really been around, you mm -hmm. know, and just sat down, gorgeous drain, right. you know, sitting down, man, the amazing right. magic tricks that has had, man, on the bench, <laughs> you know, like just yeah. in his time, you know, and just sitting right. down with some of the older players, man, you know, mm -hmm. I really hope that, you know, us going through your story today, we can really like capture some times. Right. For some of the youngsters, man, because I care for them. Right. I and too. I, yeah. I, I care I for too, them. Yeah. I, w I want them to, to know, hopefully, our conversation of just some of the things you're going to kick back on right. can help navigate what we have to, in today's future. Well, I hope I can be able to reach somebody, you know. No, you're going to be able <laughs> yeah. to. I, Virgil, I, yeah. I love you, man. Matter of fact, yeah. I had a, I had fun, man, at your, at your birthday party. Man, I love man. you too. Yeah, we, yeah, man. You know, just like that. I yeah. had fun too. <laughs> <laughs> I had fun at yeah. your birthday party, man. Yeah. You still kicking like you're a youngster, man. Right, for right. Real. That that was fun. But let's dive into it, man. Okay. I, you you did a uh, soft white underbelly too. Didn't yeah, you? yeah, I did soft white underbelly. Yeah. yeah. I was. What's your relationship like with Mark? Oh, and Mark cool. You know, I haven't talked to him in a minute. You know. Yeah. But uh. He cool. He embraced me with love, you know. Yeah, your experience with him, like you just, everything was cool with him when you first met him. What was your first take on when you met Mark, honestly? Well, I didn't really know because I didn't know Mark. I got a call, so I went up there and had an introduction with him. Mm -hmm. And we hit off pretty cool. He wanted to do the interview, so mm -hmm. 
then he found out more about me, you know, found out where I come from and, and more and more and more. Then I sent a couple people up there to get their side of it, you know. Yeah. So it, it turned out real cool. It turned out cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. You need to go and tell your story. Because I know, like, you know, nobody wants to tell everybody their, a piece of their existence right. and why they are the way they are, especially right. sitting down in front of some camera. So I know that had to be kind of, and shout out to Mark. It ain't it ain't nothing like against Mark per se, but right. just even I felt like I'm skeptical sitting down in front of this right, camera. Right, right, right. You know? Right, right, me too. I've been that way all my life though. That's why I hold back on like, and I don't know what's what, where it's going to. I had an experience one time. Yeah. Back in 1992. Yeah. I had a problem back in the day. Uh, and they gave me a case, right? So the movie people and the book people they all come out to do a, a movie and a story on me. I refused it. And that was back in 92. I didn't, didn't know where they was going with it, you know. So I shot that to the left, went back under, dived my name down, and let that be that, you know. Yeah. That had to have been tough, though, man. Like, you know, because here it is, you know, they want to actually, we want to put a story out on you, man. Yeah. You know, we almost want to put it in the sense of, Glorifying it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you that's know, what it was. Yeah, and you felt you you say you turned it down. I turned it down because I had a problem at the time. I had a case, mm -hmm. and I didn't know where they was trying to go with it. You know, uh, they didn't really have a lot on me, but I know if I get to telling the story, they're gonna take that and use it against me. Yeah. And it was big, super big. One of the biggest problems I ever had ever come through Sacramento at the time. That's where I was living at, mm -hmm. and uh, that's. 30-something years ago. Yeah. Writing you know. us a little bit, man. The story, man, you know, can, can we indulge in it a little bit or do you feel like that's something you just want to leave to rest? Well, no, you know, actually, I was never the picture taking, the, uh, uh, doing the interviews. Uh, I was always kept myself kind of under because I dug deep in this game for real, you know. My name was ringing loud ever since I first entered the game. I started having problems. Right off the top, I come into the game back in 1963, dibbling dabbing. Mm. By the time I was 21, I was seven deep and riding brand new because initially before then, when I was in the 10th grade, I was looking out the window at the Pretty cars ride through, one but number two in the whole town. He was players, you know. One of the players was a guy by the name of Milton Peters. He was one of the bosses players I've ever seen in my life. I'm still young, you know, and uh, raised up in an agriculture town where everybody just uh, lived to exist. Cotton fields, grape fields, chopping cotton. That's all everybody knew there. And when a person's riding in a brand new Cadillac, see, these people weren't even driving cars. They didn't, they had to walk everywhere they go. That's during the time when I come up. So I didn't want to live that way. Yeah. So when everybody else doing their work in school, I'm looking out the window at the Cadillac riding through, and I see two players leaning. It looked real fascinating to me. I kept my eye on them all the way till, uh, I graduated. So I had a friend of mine. We used to be 
the best dressed at school. We had a corner of our own, four of us. Everybody else was squares. Everybody didn't know nothing about the game or nothing. This is way back. And uh, we used to go to the, the auditorium in the morning when they had a little meetings or whatever they called for everybody to come in. So a friend of mine and myself, we wait till everybody sit down. Now we were squares too now, but we was hip squares at the time because we wanted something a little better. So the whole place be dark. I had a long white, people didn't have leather coats and stuff at the time, but you could get something that looked like it was leather and it was very, very elegant. He had one, I had one. So we walked down the aisles. It'd be dark enough, so everybody knew it was us. So they would get, the, the principal would get on the, on the stage there and say, we got certain people. It was four of us now, we had a corner of our own. We got certain people that, that's causing a disturbance in the school because you're dressing too flashy. But in our mind, we didn't know where we was really going. We just like it to look good and feel good. So summertime, we go downtown. I see Milton riding through. It was prostitutes all along the wall there, about 20 of them. I see Milton riding through about two miles an hour in his convertible Cadillac because he was flipping Cadillacs every year. Beat everybody out. Probably he was on this one. Mm. Rest of them had used cars. They weren't up to his standard. But he was sharp, jury down, hair pretty, waved like, like your hair was. <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, he yeah. was a boss yeah. player. Yeah. <laughs> when he rode through all the prostitutes looking, they say, now that's Milton Peters. That guy was the most exceptional guy I ever seen in my life. Like a movie coming through. That was bossed up. So as time went on, you know, uh, another year or two went by, he, he uh, caught a case. But now, at this time, my friend and myself was the only one getting our feet wet into the game because this is where we was going all the time and didn't realize it. This is in Fresno? Fresno. Fresno, California. Fresno. This 1960, I had a, I bought a 1961 Cadillac. This was in 1964, I believe. I, was, I wasn't even 20, convertible. So being an apprentice, just getting welfare checks for women and this, we didn't know about the game, you know, but yeah. our older uh, friends and everything, his brothers and everything was kind of in the game, you know, so we just following the pattern, of, you know, the trend, you know. So uh, uh, we, uh, he got a Cadillac, I got one. So now the women that was with these guys is, is, is uh, falling off to choose us because we're the next section of the players. So he caught three, I caught one or two. Then everything went on, we start elevating our game, you know. So I ended up getting seven deep. I start buying brand new Cadillacs every year. And the Cadillac that I bought before, I couldn't even get to the club because I wasn't 21 yet. Damn. So I had, to, I had to sit on the front of my Cadillac until it's time to go in. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she said, now you're 21. Now you can come in at 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. I got chose that night again. Maybe Another, you was the reason why yeah. 
parking lot pippy for him. You know? <laughs> you know, I mean, just, you know, just thinking about it. But I've, I've heard of, uh, and I don't want you to continue, but I've heard so much, like, good about you, like, even through Fresno, anybody that was from Fresno or anybody that ever passed through there, yeah. they, your name ring oh, bells. Yeah, yeah, still to the day, you know. Because the, the old faded out and the new come in, you know. So we was the next section. So I took this real serious because I didn't like them great fields and cotton fields and, and pitching them wild minutes and, you know, all that field. Yeah. I didn't like that. So this is something I, was, I had to do. Yeah. So, uh, but before then, I tried to do the right thing by going to get a job. What really got me really uh, flat foot down in it. When I tried to get a job and go to work, I got two jobs. I got fired from both of them. So now I don't have nothing else to do but stay flat foot down in the game. I had no choice. I wasn't going to do that. I like doing this. So that's kind of how it went, you know, and I took it real serious all these years, you know. So I became one of the biggest players in the town before I was 22. And my mother, uh, <laughs> I went to her house one day and she said, what I hear about you and that old black boy, the biggest old pimps in town? I'm thinking I'm hiding from her because I still got that kid mentality, yeah. you know. Just, yeah. I'm still my mother's baby, you know. Yeah, but I don't forget that to hide. Like, listen, <laughs> uh, that's why I don't be understanding none of this shit that go on today is because right. they don't be wanting to hide nothing. Everything is just out there. Right. When people were doing it or doing something to that matter, right. that's something that you try to just keep within, man, that you take right. care of your family because not everybody's going to understand. Right. So as time went on, you know, I learned, I started running, I would run with the older guys. I never ran with the guys that was my age because they couldn't teach me nothing, they couldn't show me nothing. You know, I like elevating all the time, you know. So everything I learned, I learned from guys that were 17, 18 years older than me. And they accepted me because I was different. And I got down so good and so smooth, they respected my game and they was way older than me. So they wanted to run with me. So. I took the game real seriously, like, you know, and I always elevated, always thought bigger than all my peers. And uh, that helped me all the way to the day because I never stopped having that theory or that thought. And I'm steady, because I never took less for the best. I was never satisfied with nothing I have, not even to the day. It's acceptable, but I'm steady trying to climb that mountain. I'm trying to touch the sky. I'm not trying to stay right here with everybody else, you know. So I reaches out. Yeah, because you damn sure be running rolls and everything else. Oh, I be like, yeah. man, you, you definitely, uh, you you definitely do. You you took in your life serious. Oh yeah, I take it serious. You know, and I, I don't like, play with it. Yeah, I don't play with it. You know, I've been driving Rolls Royces uh, 30, 40 years. You know, uh, a friend of mine named Doobie we was kicking one time, and he say, people always come in talking about what they used to have. You know. Yeah. See if you if you used to have one, you still have it. <laughs> you used to drive Rolls Royce, you still be driving. I think a lot of them theories, though, uh, Virgil. I think a lot of them theories have faded, like they have died, man. Like yeah. a lot of 
new different like people are doing different shit these days man right. but still wanting to classify it as it's some boss player shit and i'm not even mad at him like right. look but just classify it from what you know you got it exactly as. yeah exactly but everybody always just want to be in the cool book man that's you right know? That's and when right. I, and when i did touch it and i was messing with the game i never did it to be cool Right. I did you it did because it. it was a form of surviving. That's right. Like people ask me, man, why? Well, why did you do it? Why did you do this? I wanted a better life. That's right. I wanted a, a better way out of the mixture and whoever I was with. Right. Stop acting like they fucking live in a tuna can. I'm not never trying to prove nothing to nobody. I do what I like doing. I yeah. buy what I like. Yeah. They might think it's high side or whatever. This is something I've always been since I was a kid. Always been. Always had an attitude. You know, and uh, I still had that right now. People say, man, I'll be doing this. Now. I'm not doing none of that. I'm trying to climb that mountain, get to the top. I want to look down. I don't want to look up. I want to look yeah. down. Yeah, That's I, where I took it, where I took yeah, it. Right. I, I used to ride by the other side of town. So we come from the west side. We didn't come from the other side where they was rich and all that. I rode through out there, man, and said, why do black people got to live like this here? And all these people out here is living way up here. Man, do you know one year later, you can't never count yourself out because you don't know what's coming to you. One year later, I was living out there right with him. It was me and one more player named One-Eyed Moody come out of Arizona was doing real well. I get that man a lot of respect because his game was together. But they loved me. I'm the one brought everybody from across country Two Fresno. I'm the one brought them all across country. All the ones out of bed, the Ward brothers. Uh, when I go to Oakland, I go to Oakland and it looked like, you know, Fresno wasn't an upscale town. Mm. But you got to have, it come from here, it's upscale thoughts. So that's where all mine come from. When I went to Oakland, they thought, they couldn't believe I was from Fresno. They say, man, he from Fresno? I'm finna go down there and see. You know, they had the West Coast relays down there every year. And everybody across country would come there, but I'm the reason why people come all the way across country to come into Fresno. Yeah, yeah my name was ringing across country. I come in in 1976 to Oakland. I had two places in Oakland, I had two places in Fresno. So I was from Fresno, but I lived in Oakland, and I lived in LA, Oakland. There were several places, you know, but I had two places in Fresno, two places in Oakland. So I'm back and forth, just paying the bills here, paying the bills there, and I run into uh, Natalie Cole up there. Mm. So Natalie Cole. What about some Natalie Cole? Yeah, she got with me. And uh, I, was, I, was, I was having a little money at the time, you know what I'm saying? Mm. More than the, the average person, you know, so I was feeling myself, you know, wasn't taking no shit, because I was, Real knucklehead at that time, you know. I didn't grow out of all that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rick James, yeah. Uh, Lattimore, Bobby Blueband. So I, I, I bought a company, and I started promoting entertainment. And I was still like 20-something years old, you know, but I was doing things like I was 50. This is years ago. Years ago, years ago. This is in the 70s. So uh, a guy cut in my house named Minnesota Fest. My name was ringing so loud in the town. Matter of fact, all across country. This Minnesota fats cut in my house. It's, it was about 10 people in the house. I'm sitting on my bar. Somebody let him in. He come in looking around, looking around, say, who is Virgil? 
And they said, that's Virgil right there. He said, man, I thought you a young nigga. I thought you was 40, 50 years old with your name ringing. Yeah. So I was always above board about getting my money. Like you say, I'm doing this for me. I wasn't yeah. doing this for nobody else. So, uh, and so many things happened in my life. Like I said, it's down in the archives. There's so many things that happened. But I always was taking things to the next level. Yeah. Yeah, that's what worked for me. Because you damn sure been standing in it for more years than I can count, loved one, and just the way you've stayed so damn consistent and just moving and just upping your game and just trying to figure it out and just hearing you say, hey, man, I just want to look down at the mountain, man. I'm not trying to keep looking up. Yeah. You know, you yeah. got to be able to move forward. I, Virgil, I try to, I try to, I had a situation I did, um, I did an interview with a kid, young young kid, man, he, uh, you know, he want to portray to be a pimp, you know, right, he try to take right. a lifestyle, want right. to put on this this costume and mm -hmm. things that, that come with that. But I would hope that any culture would stand up for theirs and say, hey, man, that ain't the way, that ain't how we right, move. Right, right. I don't give a fuck if you was gangbanger, hey, man, you're going to deal with your people the way you deal with your people. Selling drugs, he part of your mixture. Hey man, that's how you gonna deal with him. Mm -hmm. I tried to save the damn kid's life. Hey man, right. this shit ain't. For, it was never for everybody, man. It was that's a, right. It was a smaller circle, yeah. man, than what it is today. And just to watch people try to put on this costume and yeah. say, "Oh well, I've seen a couple of people on interviews and things like that, right. and I feel like I can make it too." Right, but right. they don't fucking realize that this is people's lives, yeah. man, that you playing with. Things that I've went through, yeah. I've went through all the scare tactics and things that you've had to go. I've I've, I've been there, you mm -hmm. know. And I, I think people need to understand, like it's it's not what they think. Right. It it is like just to even hear your story. Right. You know, and hear you even say just some of it. And we're gonna keep diving right. into it, but just even right. some of it, like you never heard when you were dealing with it or dealing with somebody, mm -hmm. oh yeah, well I snatched them up or mm -hmm. you know, I grabbed them up and said, yeah, you may be with me or you may be, on, there, there's no getting out of this. No, man, a motherfucker was a player. Mm -hmm. He was a boss. Right. Like you said, you did what you wanted to, man, right. and not what you can. Right, I ain't never been no follower. I always been a leader. Yeah. You know, it's a many sheep, but only a few shepherds. Yeah. You know, people be out there being sheep and don't even realize it. Yeah. You know, uh, I teach youngsters. We used to weave them out. We could see them right off the top. They don't qualify. Yeah. They're going to jack the game off. Yeah. So weave them, weave them out right off the top. Yeah. We sit there and kick it with them. Come on in. You want, we don't shoot them to the left. We let them come on in. But my partners already know what to do. You got your game with you, right? We're going to sit there and keep you company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna keep you coming. <laughs> we know what to do, Doc. Yeah, no. Yeah. All we gotta do is get to look. Real come shit. on home, one ride with me, run the store. She, she gonna be all right. Yeah, you ain't got her when she come back. Whenever you come back, you don't have her. For you, yeah. for you today, and like doing books, what we got here on the table, man. Let's right. pick up what, what we got up over here. So you got this some is, books. Um, my DVD, my life over the top. Yeah, we got an, another book. I got a book for all form. This is a gangster book. Uh -huh. That was a pimp book of my life. It's called From the Inside Out. It's the whole lifestyle of where I've been and where, where I'm going. And uh, those books are very, very good. My other partner, Rose Royce Jack, I brought his book because he was a hell of a player. 
he's in Omaha right now, you know, so I just brought his book also. But these books here are beasts. Everybody read them books, they love them. That book right there, I'm doing a movie on my life with, from the inside out. They're working on that now. Death is not a game, I just sent it to New York because I got some Italians that's uh, friends of mine that's interested in doing a movie on it, so I just sent all the material to them. And uh, we're gonna see where it go with it, you know. I want my real ones to know, especially having you here and just um, showing that there's different avenues and different things yeah. that we can touch, myself included. Mm -hmm. You know, just doing something different, doing something unique, you know, finding your calling. I just don't want my people to get stuck because they always say that it's the bitch that's fucked off in the end, but when the bitch leave the pimping, he fucked off too. If he oh, ain't got yeah. nothing. So oh, yeah. they need to understand. I just want them to understand, yeah. man. Like I just want my people, I just want my people to always stay on some of the real ones. The real ones that probably could have stayed on for another 20, 30 years. I know that the game is changing. And I just I, I'm not saying to stop doing what you if that's what you're gonna do to all my players out there, like man, to all my real ones. Yeah. Like if you if you're gonna do what you're gonna do, do that. But man, we gotta try to find us a route. You gotta get gone. Yeah, you have to elevate. I found, I found, yeah. I found and I, I, I've tried to find my elevation. I feel like yeah. you found your elevation within your books, your yeah. DVDs, oh, yeah. just yeah. having owning different businesses and just doing right. different shit today. You know, I bought a a, a Rolls Royce and see, I done bought in the last six, seven years, I bought two brand new Rolls Royce. But I in turn, I bought a hotel. I bought a hotel in Fresno and I bought a wedding chapel in Vegas, all at the same time for the month. And you don't always hear the statement about the game don't change, but the people do. Like you just said, everything changes, you know. Uh, people are hating. See, I didn't come up under that. People are hating. Players are hating. I've never witnessed that before. We all up on one umbrella. I ain't never witnessed that before. I done took care of so many players cross country. I mean, that's how it went back then. I have too, like yeah. in my time, like yeah. I never mind, like, hey man, it yeah. wasn't never, to me it was never, I, I hate to even hear like a jug because right, people treat right. jugs yeah. these days almost like it's a bar or it's something to talk down on you about. But nigga, when we was out, shit, I was passing them out, man, shit. Yeah. Like my partner, he's fucked up. This is one right. of my, this is my people. This is somebody right. I've, I've known. Like, man, hey, man, I'm not going to watch you starve. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to watch you, hey, man, right. take this shit, get something to eat, man. Take care of your business just to live, to see another day on your mixtures. Right. People don't do that no more, man. People, they, they can't wait for you to fall, man. They can't wait because right. they want right. to step on your fucking face right. to get to the top. I had a friend tell me one time, I said, man, why people hate so much? I said, why they hate on me? You've been up too long. <laughs> You've been up too it's long. It's time for you to fall. <laughs> it's time for you to fall off. So when they don't yeah. see you, I, I feel like that's because you figured out your own recipe that right. you're cooking. And people right. always try to take from the next one instead of just doing what works for them. That's why I don't ever understand why people play any type of entity that they play today. Right. Virgil, I don't. Right. I don't understand it and it don't work for them, but they're still trying to push it. Like you're, you're fucking yourself up. Find what you're great at. Man, I ain't, that's right. I'm never seen. Let's not waste time no more. Yeah. I wasted a lot of time. so I'm, We all did. I, yeah, waste, all I did. don't want to see nobody waste no right. more time. We all did. That's the reason why I take it to the next phase. You elevate your life. You don't stay uh, in the shadows of the past, you know? 
If you keep looking back, you've got a big old hickey on your head, you know? Yeah. You can't see what's in front of you. Yeah. So you have to elevate your life, you know? I got the clothing line, uh, uh, haters lifestyle, you know? Uh, yeah. The Grandmaster clothing line. You know, I got a lot of stuff that I'm pecking at and I'm working on, you know? I'm trying to yeah. take it to the next level. All that stuff I did, it's behind me. It's behind you. You know? What I me look too. like trying to... Uh, 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 check a hole in the track and, and I'm down to 80 years old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That'll, you know, you'll you, you be ready to go to the crazy house. People look at you like you're stupid. You yeah. don't even fit. Yeah. Uh, somebody asked me, would you do the same thing before? I like what I'm doing now. I'm elevating. Me too, man. Yeah. I like what I'm doing yeah. now and it. I feel like I'm elevating. But <laughs> I don't, why we do things like this is because I don't want people that feel like they fell in any type of lifestyle right. next to it. That, hey, man, come on, man. Let me grab onto my arm. I'm right. trying to right. grab as many as I can and try to push them to the next door that, hey, church, it's okay. Don't hurt yourself. You know, Because I did that shit for many years yeah. and I hurt yeah. myself. And like I said to you before, I feel like if in today's world, if that's all we probably, if we gonna, if that's all we're gonna depend on, we gotta make a different move. Right, right. We gotta make a different move, man. It's it's gotta happen. Yeah. I don't want because I only say that because not I'm no hater. Right. I just want to see people on. I want to see my people stay on. To where we can pop up at a party or right, pop up exactly, and have some exactly, drinks and be exactly. like, man, and have shit, fun, enjoy ourselves. And have fun and yeah. enjoy ourselves. I don't want to hear about you talking about what well, shit, man. The last four bitches done left, man. Shit, I'm down on my last dollar man, and it's fucked up. Shit. I'm 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 just tired of us having to yeah. go through that. Or right. my people that I fuck with, man, having to go through that type mm -hmm. of shit, man. We gotta because I got stuck. Yeah. I got yeah. stuck and I didn't think that right. there was no other way. Right, exactly. I didn't think there was any other way, Virgil. That's all we knew. That's all I knew, yeah, man. Yeah, I didn't know there was we any other way to where yeah. I, I've been kicking this same voice and this same knowledge for years. Now it's getting picked up. Right, right. Now it's moving along. You know, it's, it's a hell of a thing, man, for uh, you got a lot of guys. You're pretending. You're not doing what you used to do. You know, you go, you know guys be out here, man. Some of them had five-year good runs. Southern had 10-year good runs. But when it faded out, they was through. They didn't know nothing else to do. I've been down on top for 60 years straight because I was serious about my craft. You know, I didn't have no other way. Not even now. I know stuff that don't nobody know. They need to come close to me instead of trying to fight with me, you know, because I can give them some game. Yeah. yeah, I got a good heart. They don't know me. They don't get close, to, close enough to even know me. But sometimes that good heart can get you because you're around somebody got bad intention. It would eat you up. You know, I yeah. like to be around good people. Yeah. People that's for real. And that's hard to find. It is hard to, hard find, to find these days. It's only getting harder, loved yeah. one. It's not, because there's so many right. other things that can sidetrack you. Right. To just being real, nobody nobody clings to their purity even as an adult. Right. That makes any sense. Right. Nobody clings to that no more. Like right. it's just, oh well, shit, I can make this whatever I want to make it right. because, right. and I we talk about social media all the time. You can get on social media and be over the fuck you want to be. You know, people be arguing about who's the biggest and this and that. That stuff don't mean nothing. It ain't paying nothing. Deeds and actions will count. Conversation means nothing. When I was coming up, you could, you, uh, people would, I used to know players that could talk better than that King Cole saying. Yeah. You know, but it meant nothing. 
They had nothing. The same guy to talk all that is the same one to come ask you for a jug in the next 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. But they do that for everybody else. They don't do it for themselves. You know, I used to kick it. I kick it at home with me and this girl. I want her to understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, and so uh, it's still there. You just got to know how to get it. When you're faking yourself out, that's all you're going to be is a fake. You know, you're not even for real with yourself. How can you be for real with anybody else? You got yourself fooled. I know a gang of them. I love all of my player friends because I come up under that umbrella. But when you elevate your life, you can't mix bullshit with realness. You can't do it. I always said that. I'm man. in the wind. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to let them pull me down just because they stuck on, you know, in the past, you know. It's important to hear your side of things, Virgil, because you have been, like you said, niggas be up for five years, right. 10 years. Yeah. Like, you you'll hear a motherfucker call a motherfucker out for that. Man, be down for 60. Yeah, 60, yeah. Be down for 60 of them. You know, this is, that's a record will never be broke. I've just been blessed with it. I didn't try to do that. I didn't go in to be... Uh, what I am, I didn't go in for that. I went in just constantly just to make a living and not have to work. That's how I just had laid. Just like some people hit the lottery. They go in there just to play. They trying to win, but they don't was know if they're going to win or not. Was there something that turned you out? Because you've obviously, like you said, you had worked jobs. You're a businessman today. You're a, you're right. a business owner. Right. You own businesses today. Right. What was it that told you, fuck this? I'm not working for nobody. I was born like that. I was born like that. With chicks you can work with. Yeah. People fail to realize that, yeah. man. You, when you're in the game, you work with them. Yeah. Somebody working for anybody. We yeah. just, we work with each other. Yeah, togetherness. You know, I, I hear a lot of guys, you know, you hear a lot of things come out of a person's mouth. I am a professional. I don't say a lot. You know, I listen. I know who's who and what's what. I get calls from all across the country. I'm connected, very well connected, well-rounded. And I still hear guys from way back in the day talking about your turnout. Holes turn out. A player grows into a Mac just being around, just gets off on him and you get that fever and you take it and run with it. You know, actually become habits no matter what you do. And the more you do, the better you get. You know, if you let a man turn you out, he can send you anywhere. Because that's what he do with his bros. They use the long, wrong language when they say turn out. You show up and grow into a Mac. That's what I did. I didn't know nothing about the game. Ain't nobody turned me out. Ain't nobody really turned me on but the game. Just being around. Because you're going to show up and you're going to grow into what you are. You are what you're around. You know? Like I always tell them, a shark will grow eight feet in a fish tank, 80 feet in the ocean, because it's a mindset. You've never seen an elephant and a rat run together. It's the mindset. You ain't got to come down to that, or you got to grow up to that. You know, the day you lay off, it might be time to pay off. Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to stay active and stay busy on your craft on what yeah. you do. Yeah. So uh, I never took less for the best, you know. I got to keep pushing forward, even as of right now. I never was satisfied. I never was. So you can say after having all the jewelry, 
the Rolls Royces, right. businesses. Right. Business owner today, you're telling me you are still not satisfied. Never put limitations on myself because yeah. I know sky's the limit. Yeah. You know, never put no limitations. I've been wearing big jewelry. I'm the one started artists' uh, uh, entertainment. When I used to come in, they would say, oh, man, look at him with all that. But that was my lifestyle. That's what I learned from just being around it. Milton Peters. These people that I was around that was older than me end up wanting to be around me. I wanted to be around them as a youngster because that was fascinating to me. In turn, I got so good at what I did, they wanted to be up under me. Milton Peters got out, and I took him to get his Cadillac. And this man was a giant. I took him to the Cadillac place for him to get his new Cadillac to get back on his feet. Put my arms around him, because I love him like that. So you can say this, when you had said, and I had to catch you on this, when you was like, yeah, no, I, I learned it myself. No, there was somebody that you admired. Milton Peters. Yeah, it was yeah. somebody that you admired in the game, yeah. like that you was like, man, yeah. if I'm gonna be anything, I better be like him, if not bigger. I never thought about being bigger. Well, that, that was because, you know, yeah. hate wasn't really as spawned right, as right. big as it is today. So it plays a yeah. big determining factor in yeah. a lot of people's lives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, hate wasn't around then. Yeah. Me and that man just ride shoulder to shoulder. We ride in the Cadillac and we ride and just pop game every day together. I said, man, you know, I've been seeing you all my life. You know what he told me? He said, you're one of the sharpest youngsters I've ever seen. All the people just tell me that we used to sit around around I'm trying to, I'm trying to. Learn some game, you know, trying to learn what this is all about. You know, the older, one of the oldest uh, professional women that everybody respected in the town, about 10 of us sitting around. Virgil gonna be the sharpest one out of all y'all. Had another guy in that baby tramp. I was telling about my other friend. I never tried to be the biggest, you know. All I was trying to do was survive, you know. I was telling about my friend, I said, man, my partner doing real good. Man, you seeing him? You know what he told me? Did it? Not your partner. You gonna be the one. So people can see you as a kid growing up, just like you see a little kid. You say, God gonna be smart. They saw me and I didn't even see myself. You know how I found out that I was big as I was? Somebody come and told me. You know, that's how I've always uh, moved, church. Like, I've never, like, motherfuckers, like, and I've said, I said this in another interview. Somebody was interviewing me, and they was like, oh, well, you know, you're a legend now. I'd be like, man, I don't, I don't look at myself like that. See? Because I'm, I'm always, and I feel you on that, right. I'm always Spirit's focused the on thing. the goal. Yeah. And I'm always focused on the mixture. Like, right. that ain't legendary. I done seen niggas move right. way harder than me, man. Yeah. I got to stay moving. I got to get it. I right. got to get it. Exactly. I got to have yeah. it. Even in the podcast, yeah. I'm like, yeah. there's motherfuckers that's moving way harder than me. Never satisfied. I have to stay banging out this content right. in a real Fucking format, yeah. And uh, I'm I'm on something right now, man. That's uh, I'm really trying to elevate wherever I'm being. I'm trying to go three times more, mm -hmm. you know, because mm -hmm. it's all about the future. I want to lay back and don't have to do nothing until I get ready to do it. You know, you never can tell when they're gonna snatch the blanket. I didn't have money. I didn't kind of all night for hours and hours. I didn't have a worry in the world. Guess what? I got broke. Didn't have a worry in the world. All it takes is one bad move. That's all it takes. So I'm always 
been leery of that, you know. I want to get way up there where well, nothing hurt, you know. I'm going to slow down. Uh, I, I have patience because I used to have any. The more patient I've ever had in my life. I'm a planner. Plan your work and work your plan, you know. And it's, it's, it's going to satisfy you. It know? sucks, loved one, because it's like this. It's like even at my age, and you you surpass me within knowledge and just right. the whole mix. Like you, of course, right. I, I I tip my hat to that. Yeah. But I even think of it now. I'm like, damn, if I would have knew yeah, what exactly. I knew now, exactly. what I knew then, it's yeah. like fuck. You only get yeah. sharper as you get older. Yeah. You know, it's not the other way around. You know, right. you wish you can have your youth with your knowledge, right. but they don't run hand in hand. You know. I try to They're keep, not family. I try to keep my youth. I work out. Of course. Health is wealth to me. Of course. You know, I don't care how much money you got. If your health go bad, you're in trouble. So I try to work out. I was 70-something years old and still bench pressing 300 pounds. Do all them push-ups every day, running, walking. You know, trying to stay healthy, you know. Because I know when you get older, you know, it's countdown. You know, you got more in, in, in front of you. I mean, back of you, you got in front of you, you know. So I try to stay healthy and try to stay on point with everything I do, you know. And uh, men mentally, physically, you know, I try to keep it well-rounded all the way around, you know. So that's, that's kind of how I play it, you know. Uh, you coming from the game, uh, having things, right. transitioning right. into having businesses, writing books, DVDs, right. things of that nature. Where do you see yourself in the next five, ten years? Because I know you got it in you. So I know, and I know you haven't figured out. You I got, got to. I got to figure it out, and I'm still driving for it. But where I see myself the next five or ten years is on top where I'm going. That's where I'm headed to, the top. I'm fighting. I'm fighting, fighting, fighting. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to let the haters pull me down because I know that they don't, their attentions are not good. Not at all. They tell it to you all the time. Laugh in your face, talk behind your back. You have to ask them, what did I do to you? They can't even give you an answer. It's all hate. <coughs> That's real. Yeah. They can't even give you an answer what you've done to them. So, you know, you know what it is. You know, it's right before your eyes. You're looking right at it, you know. I had, uh, see, I used to be a knockoff artist when I was younger. They weren't even hating then. I'd have been 19 deep. I'd have been 15 deep. I'd have been 11 deep a few times, seven deep a few times, five deep. I'd have been three deep a few times, and I'd have been one deep a few times. But nothing never stopped me because it all come from here. You know, like I say, if you don't know much, you can't do much. You got to be knowledgeable about things, you know. And I'm just blessed to have knowledge and strength. A lot of people crack under pressure. I'm the pressure cooker. I don't crack under pressure. You know, they make me drive harder. Inspiration, bring motivation. I'm all of that. I never hated on nobody. When I see them over there, hitting them out the ballpark, that's just like when, when Ali was fighting. Who he get his thing from? Sugar Ray Robinson. Made him the greatest in the world. That's what I did. 
I've been around the best. Come up I ain't gonna lie best. to you. For me, negativity is it is what drives me. Right. It's my motivation. Right. Motivation. A lot of people talk bad, or you're not this, or you're right. not that, or right. you'll never be this, or I found out you're this. Man, listen to me, man. <laughs> that shit don't matter to that me, don't mean man. Nothing. That shit don't yeah. mean nothing to me. That shit's nothing but right. much but a fucking fart in the wind. That's it. I That's promise it. you, and it don't even smell because it went by so fast. You know, big game is play smooth out of sight. So if they can't pin you down, they're going to make something up on you every time. They're going to give something up on you, and you're going to laugh at them because if they don't know nothing to say, don't know what you, you're moving, they can't pin you down. You know, I used to have bros that was with me be on the track, and they don't even know they're with me. They don't even know. All right in front of their face. Don't know who's that bitch with. They, don't, they would be. I just laugh at them. I wouldn't have to just pop them out whip just to show out for them and all that. I was about my business. Program it. Put it down. Make it work. <laughs> I love you, Vernon. I love you. I love, hey, I love all my youngsters, man. And I love you coming by, man, and yeah. coming to kick the shit with yeah. me. Like I say, man, call me because you know me. And you got yeah. other things to do. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And, and I appreciate you, right, for coming by, man. Oh no doubt, no doubt. We're gonna get up out of here on it. Okay, for sure. The sharp tank, no jumper, sharpest coolest podcast in the world. We out this motherfucker. Hey, Donnie, shoot us off the gym.